With Hindu Anthony once again, of course, I being super vegan, Brian. What's up, Buttercup? What's up is we had the biggest clusterfuck of technical difficulties and scheduling problems this morning, and I'm so happy that we're actually on. It's so bad. This is not a good morning. (laughs) So we had a guest scheduled this morning, and we had technical difficulties, and he wasn't able to make it. And then, and Michael couldn't make it because of a scheduling problem. He's going to see Pirates of the Caribbean, and as a nerd podcast radio, we can't say that that's not a priority over the podcast because he's going to see Pirates of the Caribbean, right? I would like to see it. Well, actually, I want to see Wonder Woman. That's getting super great ratings, apparently. I'm not I'm not annoyed with Michael for canceling over going. I'm a little annoyed with him for not getting invited to go to the movie. <laughs> Did you get invited? I mean, you live far away. No, I wasn't invited. I, I, yeah, exactly. I live too far away. Yeah, I don't live far away. I live close. I'm just going to let that sink in when Michael listens to this. Just how yeah. upset with him I am. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Why don't you invite us? I thought, yeah, we, were, I thought we were best friends. Yeah. So, and then you had your emergency and you had to rush off. And now it's noon, the latest we have ever recorded on a Saturday. Yeah, I had to take a. This guy we live with, he has to do dialysis, and my family was like, can you take him Saturday? And I was like, yeah, sure, because I was like thinking, okay, the podcast will be over, and I'll take him after that. They never told me the time, so at like 10, when we were starting, he was like, Anthony, I gotta go dialysis, like, now. Wow. Yeah. It, it was just par for the course this morning. So, Michael, enjoy Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I'm glad you got your personal emergency done. I... I was just sitting here laughing my ass off as just everything that could go wrong went wrong this morning. So this morning, we're going to talk about Saturday morning cartoons. But first, we have to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where we share the nerdiest thing we did this week. Because you're not me, you go first. I'd have to say the nerdiest thing I did this week is probably going to change after the podcast, which makes me sad, so I'll do it for next week. But right now, I guess it would be like I started playing WoW again. Because my new girlfriend, yeah, I have a new girlfriend, everybody. Whatever. She brought me a PC since my PC was all crapped. So now I have a new PC to use, and I started playing well again. That's cool. I, I could hear your um, your tippy-tappy of your ma- mechanical keyboard earlier, so I knew you had something, and you sound so much better. Yeah, listen. Listen, everybody. Are you still playing your Death Knight? Yeah, because I, I that like that's what you were just doing when you had your computer problem before. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that was on uh, the laptop. So you're actually playing WoW for the first time in a really long time on a nice computer. On a decent computer, it's not like super nice, but it, it yeah, it runs things. Like on the laptop, I I had to run it on like the absolute lowest minimal settings to get like 10 FPS, and now it's like I'm getting like 30 FPS again, which still isn't great. But are you end gaming or are you just leveling my death Knight's max level? Cool. What server do you play on for people who are listening? I think if I remember correctly, I play on Lightbringer. Cool. But it really doesn't matter anymore because uh, now you can play across servers. So it literally does not matter what server you're on. You can play with anyone. I haven't played WoW in a long time and I never will play it again because I have a problem. You have an addiction. I have a problem. I was just playing Diablo 3 before we um, figured out when we were going to record this morning. That's another addiction. It's not really that bad, honestly. I get burned out on most games. WoW, I never got burned out on. Oh, really? Yeah. WoW is the only game I've ever really been hooked on bad. I mean, most of the time, if I'm playing a game a lot, it's sort of like binging a show where Mm. I'll spend a lot of time on it for a while and then I'll just burn out and do something else. The nerdiest thing I did this week was the karaoke marathon. Um, the KJ at my local karaoke place is has now moved away, far away, all the way to South Dakota. Eastman Entertainment was him, and he was amazing. We called him Steve-O, 
and I've been going there for six years, I think almost seven years to the same karaoke DJ. So he moved away. So it was his last week and I committed to going every single day. And I have to tell you, I had a lot of fun, but my work suffered. (laughs) Yeah. My social life suffered. I slept most of the day, most days, but it was worth it. It was it was great. Um, I went Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday was his last day. There was a lot of crying and hugging by all. I sang Sugar by System of a Down every oh, single awesome. day. I was supposed to only do it on Monday. I wasn't going to keep doing it throughout the week, but people kept requesting it. That's awesome. I love and that song. I do have a recording of it. I, I, I'm probably not going to be putting that on my on the, on the podcast. Um you're lame. Well, I curse a lot in that. And, you know, I curse on the podcast, but my family doesn't really listen to the podcast. They might watch a video of me singing karaoke. <laughs> mm, that's a good point. Yeah. And, my, you know. My family knows I curse and they don't care. Yeah. It's sugar and it's a lot and it's crazy. I might share it. If I get enough listener requests, I might put it up. It's you a- hear that, everybody? Requests, requests, requests. It's a really bad recording. It's a really bad recording. I'm going to vote for you because I know that you've been really wanting to get back into WoW. And I think it's really nerdy that the second you get a computer you can use, you can jump. You jumped onto it. Well, not only WoW, but I also want to get back into Eve. So now I have to debate which one (laughs) like I want to donate, like dedicate my time to. My video gaming right now is I want to upgrade my graphics card so I can play Numenaria Torment. Yeah, I really want to play that game. I think I could play it. I think the graphics card that this PC has can play it. Little video game news for you. Pathfinder Kingmaker was just announced at PaizoCon. They're doing a Baldur's Gate style top down Pathfinder game called Pathfinder Kingmaker. Oh, my Uh, God, that would be so awesome. Yeah, I think the name of the developer is Owlcat Games. It's the first game they've ever done. Mm, it's a little worrying, but maybe they'll do good. Oh no, Beam Dog was pretty new before they did Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. So, like I said, hopefully they'll do well. You know, if they're using an existing engine, it'd probably be fine. That'll help a lot. I don't think they're going to try to develop the engine from scratch. Mm, that costs too much money. Yeah, especially since you have already enough like asymmetric kind of RPG. Um, engines there's no reason to make a new one so do you vote for me or do you vote for yourself anthony i'm gonna do the dick thing and vote for myself so i can say i won yes i was hoping yes feel the hate feel that feel the anger you too will embrace the dark side i'm turning sith (laughs) (laughs) i am so loopy right now after all those problems we had this morning this is great you sound a little crazy yeah yeah it's it's awesome we broke Brian, guys. So this morning we're talking about Saturday morning cartoons. Um, Saturday morning cartoons was a term for the block of animated shows that used to air on Saturday mornings that started in the 60s, declined in the 90s, and disappeared by 2014. Saturday morning cartoons went away for a number of reasons, including the rise of first-run syndicated shows, increased regulation of children's content, the rise of cable television, the rise of home be- video, and popularization of video games. A lot of us grew up when Saturday morning cartoons were popular so we thought it would be good to talk about that today and we all have a fond memory of that era so uh anthony what does saturday morning cartoons mean to you i used to love saturday morning specifically for the cartoons i'd get up like super early get my get my big bowl of cereal just watch a bunch of stuff like you know power rangers teenage mutant ninja turtles pokemon i could sing the whole pokemon rap i don't think i could do it anymore but i used to be able to and it was just always a lot of fun. Oh, fun childhood memories. I think it's neat how we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in common. That's like the glue that ties all the generations together because there's always a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> right? Well, and that's kind of like now Power Rangers because like I watched Power Rangers as a kid and I'm seeing kids that I work with and they watch Power Rangers. You know, when I was a kid, I saw the first run of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and it wasn't on Saturday mornings. Really? Yeah. It was like a test show. So they were airing it in the preschool slot at like 5, 6 a.m. or something like that on one of the networks. And I watched the entire first season of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it disappeared for a really long time, and then all of a sudden it popped up on everything super popular. Hmm. Yeah, I was I was like really like little. It must have been like 1985, 1984, or something like that. When I was a kid, I did exactly what you did. I got up real early. I remember watching a lot of shows that were like puppet shows and, and stuff, too, mm-hmm. that weren't just Saturday morning. But I think I did it every day where I would get up and watch whatever the children's programming was on really early in the morning. Saturday morning was really exciting. The thing that I remember the most was... When the new season of Saturday Morning Cartoons started, the networks would do a primetime special where they would preview the Saturday Morning Cartoons. And they would use, like, their primetime actors to do it. So, like, they would do, like, Family Matters and Steve Steve Urkel and Laura and, and Laura's dad would watch the preview of the Saturday Morning Cartoons and talk about the new shows that were coming out. Hmm. Yeah. And I would always get really excited. I would watch those specials like every time. I loved those specials. I loved that how hyped up we got for Saturday morning cartoons. I know it's it's almost sad that kids won't have Saturday morning cartoons anymore. They just kind of like watch cartoons whenever because <laughs> they're just always on and it's always the same cartoons no matter what. It's not like special Saturday morning edition cartoons anymore. You know, I read that list of reasons about why, but I've also watched different things. I was watching this thing by LeVar Burton, who was talking about why a lot of shows, a lot of kid shows that we've loved, like Reading Rainbow and stuff, have gone away. Mm-hmm. And he said that a lot of the reason why, like, I remember remember I said that um, children programming regulation changed. A lot of that was No Child Left Behind. No Child Left Behind put such stringent regulations on children programming that you couldn't just have that like like product placement show that we grew up with, like G.I. Joe and Transformers. Yeah. And it's like all those just kind of vanished. Huh. And then they started moving to cable networks where they didn't have the restrictions. So now kids have Ninjago and all that stuff. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a friend. Her son watches that stuff, Ninjago and all that. Now you put a question in the outline. I'm just going to straight up put this for you because I don't think I had one of these. So I want to ask you. You had said that you had a Saturday morning ritual when you were a kid. What was that? Okay, so like I was saying, so I'd get up early and then I mean I'm not sure if you could call this a ritual. I don't know. I didn't know how to like say the word, but basically you know the thing that you do. And my whole thing was I'd get like a super mega huge bowl of cereal. And when I say big bowl, I mean like it's probably like. More like a salad bowl than an actual bowl. <laughs> and I just fill it with cereal and milk and just sit there all morning just eating that thing from probably like 7 a.m. to like 12. Just eating this massive bowl of cereal and watching cartoons. That is so cool. I, I have memories of getting up early and going, but I don't know if I had any kind of ritual. I think I just turned on the TV and sat on the floor in front of the TV. That's what a lot of kids did. I, I think I could imagine. Yeah. I don't think I don't think many kids were like, let me let me eat an entire box of cereal. All of our talk about Saturday morning cartoons and why we love them so much isn't what people tuned in for. They want to know about the different cartoons that we liked. I'm starting to sound like Kevin Smith right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Like, that, that was actually really like, interesting. They want to know about they want to know about Saturday morning cartoons, and you know. That's why we're here. We're going to talk about them right now. Is that pretty good? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That sounds like Kevin Smith. I'm going to start calling you Brian Smith now. Uh, um, Fat Man on Batman works. I have a goatee. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so Saturday morning cartoons. Let's go over some favorites. I'm going to go first this time. Gummy Bears. Never seen I that. loved Gummy Bears. You ever heard of this? I think I've heard of it, but I've never saw it. It was a Disney cartoon, and it was just amazing. It was it was like original content. It, I mean, you could call it product placement, but it wasn't really. They were in a medieval setting. It was all fantasy. There were ogres, and the bad guys were trying to find out where the gummy bears were so they could get their gummy to get the recipe for gummy bear juice because if humans drank gummy bear juice, they got super strong. But if gummy bears get drank gummy bear juice, they could bounce. Mm-hmm. 
but it was all fantasy. It was like, it was really, it was such a weird idea, but it was like this whole like fantasy mythology of the, the bad guy who had the castle with his ogres and the good guy, the kids who were like peasants under him that were secretly working with the gummy bears. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, it was it. I think if you looked at it like a fantasy archetype, you would call the gummy bears some kind of fae. And I think it probably was a copy of the Smurfs. Because, uh. But the gummy bears weren't teeny tiny and they had personalities and they interacted with people. It wasn't like the Smurfs where they only interacted with each other. Was, so you, had yeah. lots, you had lots of great stories. Yeah, it was it was I, I'm still excited about that show. If it was on, I'd watch it. Yeah, that 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 one really gets me. I, I love the gummy bears. What about you? I think the one that really major comes to mind really is probably Power Rangers. That's like that's such a big one. I loved the Power Rangers when I was a kid. Yeah, and I'm I am totally up to say that 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 the live action stuff in the Saturday morning cartoon block totally counts. I remember Power Rangers being on the in the afternoon after school when I was a kid. But I remember oh, really? they moved them to Saturday mornings. Yeah, I remember Power Rangers being on in the afternoon after school. What were you, what was your first Power Rangers show? Shit, I I have to look. Probably probably Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I what was your favorite one? Hmm. I think I like the Black Ranger. Mine was the Blue Ranger cuz he was nerdy. That's a good reason. Yeah. Why'd you like the Black Ranger? Cuz he was always just so like, you know, like mysterious and stuff. Plus I just like the color black. <laughs> I think it's cool how a lot most people, when you talk to about Power Rangers, they immediately say the Green Ranger, the Right Ranger, is their favorite. Yeah, a lot of people do. I'm I'm going to say that again because I sounded like I had a really bad speech impediment there. Um, most people, when they talk about the Power Rangers, I think it's kind of funny that they that most people like the White Ranger and the Green Ranger, the White Ranger and the Green Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I, what do you think that is? I couldn't even tell you. I barely you don't remember. I could, I could barely remember stuff because I mean this, it was so long ago. They did this really cool storyline where the Green Ranger was created by Rita Repulsor and he was a bad guy, and then he joined right. with the Power Rangers, and Tommy was cool, and everybody loved Tommy. I mean, I have to say that the Blue Ranger was my favorite, but I don't remember his name. I remember Tommy's <laughs> name. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right, the Green Ranger. I forgot all about that. Another one of my favorites when I was a kid was the Muppet Babies. You ever heard of that one? I've heard of it. I'm trying to remember. I might have seen some episodes. So the Muppet Babies was about all the Muppets were, of course, babies raised by a nanny that you never saw her face. And they learned a little a different lesson in each episode that they they did through their imagination and the imagination was always something in pop culture. Mm-hmm. So they would be like in star Wars or they would be in like Indiana Jones or they would be in treasure Island. That's really and, cool. And it would be a whole different thing each week. A little fact about that show is the voice of animal was voiced by Howie Mandel <laughs> who also voiced gizmo in the gremlins movie. Are you going to say you didn't see it? I don't think. Uh, seriously, I'm you looking at Gremlins? it. I'm Gremlins. Oh, I've seen Gremlins. I've okay, seen Gremlins. I've seen Gremlins. Okay, God. Oh yeah. my God. Don't not feed them after midnight. I could forgive, but because that was before your time. Yeah. Don't feed them after midnight. All that stuff. Yeah. 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 Muppet Babies. I think my generation. That's like their favorite Saturday morning cartoon. Probably. I mean, it looks familiar. Like I'm looking at pictures, and it totally looks familiar. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen any though. It's okay. Um, after we finish talking about our favorites, I got um, listener feedback this time, and there are Saturday morning cartoons that I barely remembered on that list. Oh yeah, like I said, I also really loved Pokemon. See, was, yeah, was that's that's fan. that's after my time. I was yeah, an adult when Pokemon came out. You weren't an adult. You're not much older than me. Okay, let's see. I'll look it up. Because I remember being an adult when I first heard of it. See, Pokemon? Let's find the Wikipedia. Well, you gotta look at the cartoon, the American cartoon release state. Oh, yeah, that's true. Pokemon American cartoon release. 
Pokemon anime. It says they come out in 2000. No, it's in when did the American Pokemon anime come? 1998. I was 19. No fucking way. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> I was nine. I uh, I'm ten years older than you. Ninety-seven. I was eighteen. Yeah. IMDb says ninety-seven. Yeah. I am ten years older than you. <laughs> that is so funny. I was like eight years older when that happened. I remember a friend of mine. I I think I was like twenty-one or something. Was like, you should watch this show. It's funny. And I watched it, and we laughed at it because of the monsters that say their names over and over again and actually have conversations. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Now I feel young. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel young. <laughs> I don't. I. You know what? I don't. I'm starting to get used to feeling old around you guys, but it doesn't make me feel bad anymore. I just turned 38, <laughs> so I'm gonna be 40 soon. I. I gotta. I'm not gonna be so worried about it. Midlife crisis coming around the corner. No. No, I've been having that for a long time. <laughs> I think I started having that when I was 25. I think at that point it's called an existential crisis. <laughs> well, someone told me um, when I was 25, he said, um, is 50 old? And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, welcome to middle age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Um, I'm going to mention one that I know for a fact you couldn't possibly have heard of because it was when I was a little kid and I don't think they ever syndicated or anything. So mm. when I was a kid, Nintendo Entertainment System was like the super hot thing. Yeah, it was like the super hot thing. Yeah. I uh, have well, there was a show called Captain N and it was about a guy who played. It was called Captain N the Game Master. And it was an American-Canadian television series that aired from 1989 to 1991 as part of the Saturday morning cartoon lineup on NBC. Mm -hmm. It was produced by Dick Entertainment and incorporated elements from many of the most popular video games of the time from Nintendo. They even had a comic that Valiant, Valiant Comics did. It was about a kid named Kevin Keane from Los Angeles, and him and his dog are sucked into video land and they interact with different characters from Nintendo. Oh. The bad guys were Mother Brain from Metroid, King Hippo. And I've heard of King Hippo. Count Dracula and um, Dr. Wily from Me Mega Man. Mm -hmm. And he teamed up with Simon Belmont from Castlevania, Mega Man, and Kid Icarus from the Kid Icarus game. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah, some of the other bad guys were like the eggplant wizard. I don't know who that is, to be honest. He was a bad guy in Kid in Kid Icarus. I know of Kid Icarus, but I actually never like, played the game. But I I know it's like super classic. The good guys also had Doctor Doctor Light from uh, Mega Man, Link, and Princess Zelda. In season two, he had a human-sized supercomputer called the Game Boy, and that was when the Game Boy came out. It was the best show. It was so much fun to watch because that Nintendo like was cool so show. hot at that moment. That sounds like a cool show. Donkey Kong was a bad guy sometimes. Ganon was a bad guy sometimes. Alucard. Medusa from Kid Icarus. Because Kid Icarus was like a Greek mythology game. So there was always weird stuff from Greek mythology. Yeah, there were all sorts of there, there were all sorts of crazy things. It was such a great show. I love the King Hippo character. It was so neat to see King Hippo on a show. That would be really cool. They, um, the show is actually where Mega Girl was introduced, where Mega Man's um, female counterpart. I would like to see this show now. I should go on like Netflix and see if they have it. Yeah, I, I'd try YouTube. YouTube yeah. You think YouTube would work better? Yeah. I, I, I liked how each episode kind of promoted a specific game, too, which was kind of neat because they were really pushing it hard. I mean, it was the best form of product placement. And it's one of the games I remember most clearly. It was just such a hot show. I just, it was amazing. That's yeah. so fun. You know, it's another show I just realized I also watched Saturday morning. The Tick. I think that may have been another show that came out. That may have come out when I was in high school. 94 to 97. Yeah, that was a Saturday morning show. Yeah, that came out when I was in high school. So you never watched The Tick? Um, Not until much later. 
I thought it was dumb when I was a kid, and then I, when I when I got became an adult, I, I watched it and went, "This is really funny." Yeah, it is. Uh, I kind of want to watch it again. So, what was the tick about? Okay, so there's a superhero named the Tick, and basically he always walked around in like spandex kind of Tick costume, and he fought bad guys. Obviously, like all superhero movies or cartoons, but unlike the other superhero cartoons, like you know Batman or Superman, when it's all serious, it was like just funny all the time. That's about all I can really remember. Lots of puns. Yeah. Lots of puns. Really bad lame puns, but they were great. Because wasn't like Batman well a character? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Bat- um, American made. Yeah. I, I, remember, I, I know that the show is completely full of puns. Like, oh, no, no. Batman well is what they did on the live action show when they did the live action tick. Deflator oh. Mouse. Deflator Mouse was the Batman parody. It was Deflator Mouse, Sewer Urchin, which was like an Aquaman, Aquaman parody of like Rain Man. And then mm-hmm. they had American Made. Yeah, Did you ever watch the live action show? No, not, I haven't seen it. Not the new one. There was a live action show years ago with Patrick Walbarton played the tick. I have not seen it. Patrick Walbarton, if you don't know, is also the voice of Brock Sampson on The Venture Brothers. Yeah, I I saw it on a, I, um, IMDb when I looked at the take, and that was like the first thing that showed up was that live action thing. I just haven't seen it, but it looks super awesome. It didn't last longer than one season. There's a podcast called um, um, Failure to Launch that I listened to on Stitcher that did an episode on the tick. And it, it's a great way to kind of remember the show. Yeah, they did an episode on the the live action. The live action is very different from the cartoon because it focused on more of their day to day lives than superhero stuff. Oh, okay. I did. Uh, I mean, it got good ratings on IMDb. It's a well loved show. Just didn't make it past first season. You know, the tick is back, right? Is it really it's on Amazon Prime? Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, I don't have Amazon Prime. Now. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, the tick is back. So we can talk about setting a mark morning cartoons without talking about disney now i have an issue where i can't really remember which shows were on saturday morning and which ones on disney afternoon i think they overlapped quite a bit i i used to love disney afternoon but as far as disney goes i'm gonna bring up ducktales do you remember ducktales do i remember ducktales i love the shit out of ducktales oh i love ducktales see that's another thing that like helps gap like Close the gap between us. You know it's coming back, right? Yeah, I heard. I got super excited when I heard that. David Tennant is voicing Scrooge McDuck. I know. It's going to be awesome. I saw him interviewed, and they were like, and and he was treating it as secret as like Doctor Who was. Like, they're asking him questions, and he's like, I can't really talk about that. But yes, he does dive into money. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's a kid's show. It doesn't have to be super secret. (laughs) Nope. It's going to be great. I even had the video game on my Nintendo NES. I love that game. The the Nintendo NES video game DuckTales is one of the best Nintendo NES video games. Bouncing around a Scrooge McDuck on your cane. Yeah. Can you think of any other Disney shows you really like? I already talked about Gummy Bears. I didn't really watch a lot of Disney cartoons. I was just more of like, because we didn't have cable or or, uh, or internet when I was really young because we didn't really have the money for that so i just watched whatever shows were on the um you know the like regular public access tv shows they didn't have they didn't have disney on the regular block maybe they only had them when i was a kid because they had this whole thing called disney afternoon and there were all sorts of disney stuff on the networks i don't think i i don't think i saw any i'm maybe i'm just not remembering yeah um there was um chippendales rescue rangers I mean, I did see DuckTales. I do remember seeing DuckTales, so maybe I had to have seen it. There was Darkwing Duck. Do you remember Darkwing Duck? I think I saw Darkwing Duck. Um, There was Tailspin. And um, I think there were more like like there was Goof Troop, but I was starting to get a little bit too old for them at that point. I don't I don't. As far as Saturday goes, I immediately thought of Captain Planet. I loved Captain Planet. (laughs) Captain Planet was fantastic. Captain Planet always seemed like it was on at weird times on Saturday. Like it was after all the other shows were on. Like they had shoehorned it into some kind of education block. Yes, yeah, seriously, like put it at the very end of everything. But I liked watching it. I loved Captain Planet. It the was a good animation show. was just better than anything else. 
that's what I remember about it. I remember the animation just being amazing. I, I know a lot of people my age are going to wonder, like, we're talking about Saturday morning cartoons. Why aren't we talking about G.I. Joe or um, He-Man? I never watched either of those. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch them when I was a kid. Really? Yes. I was when? not allowed to watch G.I. Joe or He-Man when I was a kid. I have a whole thing about that. When I was a kid, my mom would tell me I couldn't watch the shows because they were anti-Christian or they were evil. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch the Smurfs because Gargamel was a Jewish demon. And that's a bad message for kids. Mm. When I became an adult, I talked to my mom and my mom said, no, it was just shit. I told you. I just thought the shows were stupid. <laughs> that's so funny. My mom didn't like the Smurfs because la, 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 sing a happy song drove her insane oh man but she couldn't just tell me she didn't like the show she had to give me some reason wasn't allowed to watch gi joe because it was too violent i'm sure that was an okay call of my mom but she let me watch transformers which was like the exact same level of violence (laughs) right i'm like um kind of kind of playing fast and loose with those rules there you know what the most exciting thing of my childhood was when the transformers movie came out the original one the animated one yes no matter what they do live action they'll never be able to beat how cool that was i um i was never a big transformers fan so like never really got into it i love transformers i love gi joe i wasn't allowed to watch it but i sneaked it sometimes i it it i know there's storylines and there's just like so much to follow and i i have friends that are gi joe fanatics still that are around my age G.I. Joe. I saw the movie. I saw the Serpent Empire movie, and that was incredible. And it was, like, scary. It was, like, probably not something kids should have watched. People turning into snakes and stuff. It was Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's a little far. Yeah. The, I remember, I remember as far as my G.I. Joe, I remember that there was an episode where there was a giant germ. And it was this giant germ that was threatening to destroy the town. And they destroyed it. By shooting apples at it. An apple that keeps the doctor away? I'm not sure what. Apples have a very small amount of arsenic in them. I heard it was cyanide. Is it arsenic or is it cyanide? I don't know. I've heard different every time. And I'm not going to bother looking it up. Because people can look that up on their own. It's one of those. There's arsenic or cyanide in apples. Um, So, yeah. So they launched all these apples at the German. It went away. And I remember as a kid watching it going. They're a military compound. Don't they have chemical poisons? Say, yeah, that's a good point. Like, why are they launching apples? Why don't I just take the actual poison you have? Yeah, it's like thousands of apples to kill this germ. And it's like, wouldn't you have some kind of chemical weapon? <laughs> I mean, you'd have pesticides or something in your shed, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a yeah. little... I, I never really watched G.I. Joe or Transformers, so never really watched... So I'm not sure like what that episode was about or what was going on, but it sounds interesting. Shooting yeah, apples at giant germ. Well, G.I. Joe really tried hard to make itself an educational show. So there would be stuff like that. And at the end of the episode, they do their little public service thing with the now I know and knowing wins half the battle. Yep. I've you know seen a bunch other, of you know YouTube what the two videos. halves of the battle are. Hmm. So it's 50 percent knowing and then 25 percent red lasers and 25 percent blue lasers. Because <laughs> that's how you told the difference between G.I. Joe and Cobra. And they had lasers for some reason, even though it was supposedly set in modern times. I've seen uh, a bunch of YouTube videos making fun of the G.I. Joe thing, making fun of the uh, now you know and knowing half the battle kind of thing. Oh, so th- are those the ones when they redub them? Yeah, yep. It always ends with going, G.I. Joe. Super hilarious. You guys should watch all those videos because they're very funny. I'll see if I can get some links to some of them for the for the show notes. So, can you remember any more? Hmm. So there's Pokemon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Tick, DuckTales. I got weird ones that mm. I know for a fact that it will be cool to share because you'll never heard of them. There was a show when I was a kid called Photon. Have you ever heard of this? No, definitely not. Okay. So it was a live action show, and it was about a kid who went to a photon center, which was like a place where you could go and you use the laser gun and you and and does it sound familiar like laser tag? 
Yeah. It was basically a laser tag ripoff where he went to the photon center and he played photon, but he, he was like the number one top scoring guy. So aliens kidnapped him and made him like the champion and he had to fight bad guys and it was crazy. But this is the weird part that will blow your mind. They really did have photon centers. Oh, really? And the show was a tie-in to it to promote it. You could buy photon guns. It was a direct competitor to laser tech. It had a show tied to it. That's interesting. And this was a big thing when I was a kid. I mean, we used to go to the photon centers and play, and you get high scores. And they would, like, tally up the high scores, and they would announce them on the show. Huh. That's yeah. really cool. Did they go out I, of business, though? Yeah. I, I don't know how long it lasted. A couple years, I think. I mean, but they there were photon centers everywhere. I mean, I remember it being a big deal when I was a kid. Okay, I think I, I think I got one. I think I got a good one that I totally remember. Goosebumps. Was that Saturday morning? Was it Saturday morning? I remember watching them. Maybe it was after school, and I'm thinking the wrong time. Yeah, it's hard to. Let's not worry about that because there 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 were a lot of after school cartoons like Batman the Animated Series. It was another after school one. And I think they eventually started doing them on Saturday mornings. I did watch that. Um, oh, and Spider-Man. But yeah, I watched Goosebumps. I did watch Batman and Spider-Man. I, think Spider-Man. I never watched Goosebumps. Never seen it once. I saw the movie, but I had never seen a single Goosebumps. I used to read the books when I was a kid, so I was like really into it. And um, the, the live action show was always interesting. How old were you when you read Goosebumps? When I read them? Yeah. I must have been like second grade. Yeah, when I was in second grade, I read Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Shit. Okay. You're, all reading, you're all reading Stephen King, and I'm like, goosebumps. Yeah. Just call me out on my, my weak-ass shit. Yeah, I, I am a warped individual. <laughs> um, I, I know the concept of the show. I used to watch Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon. I really liked that show. That was the same kind of thing. Okay, so you want to talk about Warped Individual? You might have been reading Pet Cemetery early, but when I was a kid, I would stay up really late, later than I really should have, and I would watch Tales from the Crypt. See, we didn't have HBO or anything like that, so I couldn't do that. So that's awesome. We didn't have HBO. I don't know. I don't know how I got it, but I just watched it. I don't know how I was yeah, able Tales to. Tales from the Crypt was on HBO. Then I have no idea how I was able to watch it because we did not have cable. Or you totally did. <laughs> and that's the story you were told so you didn't watch stuff <laughs> no we were like really poor when i was young i have to ask my mom now yeah. i'm confused am i misremembering things yeah tales from the crypt was on premium channels maybe they got maybe i got sent to the regular channels as i got as you got older because remember we, we got like a 10 year difference and i would watch it when i was like five or six it's true it's true. It could have got put on something else. I remember when I was in high school and the Tales from the Crypt movie came out. And I saw that. Demon Knight is really cool. If you ever get a chance to see it, you should totally see Demon Knight. It's a great movie. It was the first time I ever saw Billy Zane in a movie. If you don't, if you can't think of who Billy Zane is, imagine the bald bad guy in Titanic or the short haired bird guy in Titanic, the, the dickhead, the dickhead rich guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's Billy Zane. Definitely never watched that. I, I didn't watch any of those movies you were talking about. You've seen Titanic, right? Yeah, of course I have. Okay. Yeah. I've okay. I don't think there are people who haven't. I don't think they exist. Um, that's probably not true, but okay. <laughs> I don't think they exist. <laughs> I just, I just don't think they exist. They're. It's kind of like the Rous's, the rodents of unusual size. Mm, okay. You just saw the movie. I know you just saw The Princess Bride. Yes. So I, I can quote The Princess Bride now. I can say R-O-U-S's. I don't believe they exist. Yes, I know. The the rodents from the swamp. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. We're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, the, the photon thing is something that I really remember being into when I was a kid. And I talk to people about it and people just don't remember it. I wonder if it maybe maybe it was only an East Coast thing. Maybe. Because I remember it. East Coast at the time? Yeah, I was living in East Coast when I was a kid. I didn't know you lived East Coast. I I grew up on Long Island. I didn't know that. I thought you were just always in California. (laughs) No, I moved to California when I was 12. 
Oh, geez. I didn't yeah, know. I I have an interesting childhood because I lived in a really big house growing up. And then because my grandfather was a doctor and I had like a huge amount of family in the house. Like my job when I was a kid was counting heads for dinner and it was sometimes 13 or 15. Oh, my gosh. It was like a Walden's type situation where there's just a crap ton of family living in the same area. That's we insane. had three houses on our property and two of them. And um, I lived in the big house with my grandparents and then the garage was converted into a house. And that was my aunt, uncle and their kids. And then the doctor's office after my grandfather retired was converted into a house for my other aunt and uncle and their kids. And then everybody ate in the main house. And then I moved to California. We lived in a mobile home. That's crazy. Yeah. So I've had the best of both worlds. Yeah, it's it it's it's yeah, it's it's really interesting because my childhood was really weird because I lived in this giant property. And then my other half of my childhood was playing in the mobile home park. Yeah, that kind of sounds similar to me because I lived in a mobile home too. Yeah, we had we 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 would play in the alley in the shop behind the shopping center behind the mobile home park. That was like our favorite thing to do. We would like sneak into like mobile homes that weren't open or <laughs> and just like fuck around in there. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I I think the the height of my delinquence was. Um, Sneaking into the hot tub because there was a pool and a hot tub at the mobile home park I was at. Mm. Or we would go to like, you know, like some like shops or something and buy stuff for us. Since it was like Santa Ana, we'd also go to the corn man, get some elote, some some of those chicharrones with chili and lemon. I'm really white, but I eat like I'm Mexican. <laughs> when I liked chicharrones before I became a vegan and I found out that lentil chips taste just like chicharrones. Do they really? <laughs> they oh, do. Fuck, I gotta buy some of those then. Lentil chips taste just like chicharrones. So vegetarian to vegetarian, there's a tip for you. I gotta get some of those now. Because we were had all those technical problems earlier, my phone is not silenced. So we're at the 51 minute mark, um, but we got listener feedback. We got yeah. a bunch of listeners told us about Saturday morning cartoons they liked. Alice H. said she she liked Tom and Jerry when she was a kid. I like Tom and Jerry, too. Me, too. Holly said that she likes the Get Along Gang, Muppet Babies. We talked about them. Pound Puppies, Shirt Tails, Charminkins, Annie? Charmkins. Charmkins. Okay. Charmkins, Annie. Annie Inspe is the next one. Oh, Annie's the next one? Well, there's no yeah. comma. That's okay. So Charmkins, Annie, Inspector Gadget. No, I watched no, Inspector no, Gadget. No, no, Annie is the next person. I'm oh. supposed to share that one. Oh, Charmkins, next person. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Annie shared Inspector Gadget. I Cities watched. Of, you watched Inspector Gadget? I, I watched Inspector Gadget. Gadget, I think, on Nickelodeon. I liked Inspector Gadget. Cities of Gold? I've never heard of that before. No, that, I'm completely clueless on this one yeah looney tunes i watched that pinky and the brain isn't pinky and brain with looney tunes though pinky and the brain had its own saturday morning show they were from animaniacs they oh but, they were animaniacs that's right but then they did a spinoff where they had a pinky and the brain show did love pinky and the brain scooby-doo who doesn't love scooby-doo teenage mutant ninja turtles which we, we talked, talked about, about them power rangers talked about them transformers we talked about them DuckTales, Fraggle Rock, and Annie, um, you had said when you had shared that that you didn't know if it was an animated show. There was an animated Fra Fraggle Rock on Saturday morning cartoons. There, the, Fraggle Rock was a puppet show, a Muppet show on like Showtime or something like that or HBO. Mm -hmm. um, but they did have an animated show and it like it had two different parts. It had the adventures of the main characters from Fraggle Rock and then it had the diggers. Or the Doozers. The Doozers, or whatever they were called. I never watched Fraggle Rock. I did watch The Dinosaurs, though. Was that like a primetime sitcom? It was a sitcom, I think, yeah. Not the Mama, Not the Mama? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was like a TJIF show. Like on the... When they used to do Friday night sitcoms. I love Saturday. I love The Dinosaurs. And the last one she shared, I have vague understanding of, but Astro Boy? Isn't that like... Isn't that like an anime? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, it's, it's a very classic anime. Yeah, that's cool. I, I'd never watched that. I've seen artwork, though. I've been to, like, geek artwork stuff, and there's always artwork of Astro Boy. It looks really cool. I think a movie came out not that long ago, too. 
Yeah, it's like Astro Boy, Card Captors, Dragon Ball Z, or Dragon Ball, and Pokemon were like some of the first animes to come to America. So Kaylin said she liked Boomerang, the Boomerang channel, because she loved her classic cartoons. Her favorite was Yogi Bear. Oh my god, who doesn't love Yogi Bear? Come on, he's smarter than the average bear. That reminds me, another Saturday morning cartoon I used to get up early to watch was the ra- the Wacky Races. Yeah! Oh, I watched the I, I watched that. That was always cute and fun. Yeah. And there's three more. She also liked Tailspin. Uh, we talked about them. Gummy Bears. We talked about them. And Captain Planet. We talked about him. Um, Cynthia shared one that I can't believe I didn't remember. Alvin and the Chipmunks. I watched that show religiously. And I went to all the movies when I was a kid. I didn't watch the show, but I had the movies on VHS. So that's what I watched. Was they like, were great movies. movies. And they, they, had, were, yeah. they were good. They were good movies. You can even like go on YouTube and type in things like scene from Alvin and the Chipmunks movie that will make you cry. And there's like a ton of them. They were good yeah. movies. Yeah, they were really good movies. If you haven't seen them, you should watch them, people. Me telling people to watch movies. <laughs> Well, and then Kelly said she liked My Little Pony. I never watched My Little Pony, and I don't watch My Little Pony now. I'm not a brony. Care Bears, Voltron, She-Ra, He-Man. We talked about He-Man. Thundercats. I did not watch Thundercats. Gem. Never seen it. I know it's like a classic, but I've never seen Gem. And Sailor Moon. I loved Sailor Moon. So as as those go, like My Little Pony... I watched a little bit of the classic show. Like if I was at a play date and there was a girl, we'd watch My Little Pony and we'd like My Little Pony. Like some of the others she shared, like Care Bears, reminded me of Rainbow Bright. I forgot about that. Rainbow Bright, yeah. I didn't mention when, we, when Holly shared earlier the Get Along Gang and Shirt Tales. Mm. I didn't remember those at all when she shared them, but I looked them up and they looked really familiar. I was like, oh my gosh, I must have been really little. Because you sing- Sorry, go on. The Get Along Gang and Shirt Tales. You saying Shirt Tales reminded me of two cartoons I love Saturday morning now. Street Sharks and the Gargoyles. Oh, the Gargoyles was great. The Gargoyles was Disney, too. Were they Disney? See, yeah. see, there were some Disney that I saw. I must, I must have been just forgot. I think Gargoyles was a Disney afternoon thing. I swear, I thought they were also on Saturday. Or Disney afternoon was on, like, the regular networks. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they might have been later. When... When they were originally on, you would have been like five. Yeah. So, yeah. The um. Well, it's like I remember when I was a kid seeing things like Captain Kangaroo and stuff, and they were reruns when I was a kid. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I used to get up really early on the weekday and watch Bozo the Clown. Uh, don't like clowns. Bozo the Clown was the last, like, classic kid show where it was, like, the kind of kid show that you could, like, go to as a kid and be in the audience. Okay, where, where it was like Bozo the Clown did his show for kids in the studio and Kelly, you could watch duty. along at home wishing you could be there. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was something I really liked when I was a kid because my my parents would tell me about liking Bozo when they were kids. Oh, wow. I watched the Care Bears. I watched Voltron. I had some of the toys. I just recently watched the remake of Voltron on Netflix, which was pretty cool. I didn't watch She-Ra or He-Man because I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> For some odd reason, I was allowed to watch the Thundercats. I don't know. Maybe because mom. See, with mom, like I said, it was always she didn't let me watch things that she didn't think were stupid, that, that she thought were stupid. So She-Ra and He-Man were stupid, but Thundercats wasn't. Hmm. Um, Gem and the Holograms I didn't watch I Actually I think I did but I didn't really like it um, And then Sailor Moon Never seen it Yeah never seen even a little bit of it Wow are you serious Yeah 100% You should watch Sailor Moon I know the whole concept of the magical girl thing But I've never watched any Sailor Moon It's not bad Well I mean it, it's probably like it's probably not as good now. Like if I were to watch it now or you were to watch it now, like if I were to watch it, I'd be like nostalgia. But if you were to watch it, you'd probably be like, this isn't very good. Well, it's like I tried doing that with He-Man because I remembered a little bit of He-Man when I was a kid because there were the toys and stuff. Mm. But like I watched He-Man like a year ago and I was like, oh, my God, this animation's awful. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can think, I've never seen He-Man. So my only exposure to He-Man is that YouTube video of He-Man. And it's like, do, 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 do. 
Sometimes when I'm lying in bed, I get it all out. What's in my head? You have no idea what I'm talking about. The, the song Hey, Hey, Hey. The, the name of the song is What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Yeah, there we go. And that was the best impression of that He Man video I've ever heard. <laughs> and I say, hey, 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 what's going on? <laughs> I am going to loop that. I am so going to save that soundbite. That's amazing. That's my only exposure to He Man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was I, I thank you so much, everybody, for sharing. Those were all great. It's nice to get a little bit more remembered, like the pound puppies, Holly. I had one and it was named Vanilla. You had a pound puppy. I had one and it was named Vanilla. I loved that pound puppy. I still had it up until I turned 18. I kept all my dolls because I had emotional attachment to them. Oh, I am cute. not ashamed to say that's cute. I had Vanilla. I had Hug a Bear, which was my first doll when I was a little kid. I had um, Reese Gordon, which was my Cabbage Patch Kid from the first run of Cabbage Patch Kids. Holy shit. That's probably and worth money now. My house burned down and they're all gone. That's so <laughs> sad. <laughs> like all your dreams got burned down. You know, that kind of happened to me. I had uh, my my little um, my little stuffed animal that my mom gave me when I was a kid. Like every every kid has like that one stuffed animal that they're given. And it was like their favorite. It was a sheep that played lullaby music, and I named him Cookie. I had him up until I was like a teenager, and the only reason why we lost him, and I'd probably still have him to this day, I'd probably give him to my son if I still had him, was because we had all our stuff in a storage unit. My parents couldn't pay for the storage unit, and all our stuff got auctioned off. Oh wow. I, I had a friend who all of his stuff, all of his Dungeons and Dragons books were stolen off the patio at his aunt's house. Oh, my God. And in reality, they were probably burned. <laughs> terrible. Yes. Isn't that awful? Yeah, he had a huge cry. collection, too. When I moved to California, my mom threw away all my Star Wars toys. What? I had Why? a huge collection. Oh I had... The Sarlacc Pit playset with the with the with the um the airships and the and Jabba. I had an eight. I had a ATAT. Are you looking at like the price of what those things would be worth now and going like, no, why, mom? Why they wouldn't have been worth anything? I played with my toys. I'm um, sure you even played. They're worth something. Yeah, they, you know, maybe I had um the Darth Vader and the C3PO cases all filled with figures. I had the um the Ghost Anakin that you had to mail in for. Oh, wow. That's really crazy. Yeah. I had all sorts of crazy Star Wars stuff. I had tons. Yeah. Well, basically, it was just um, I had to pick a toy to take with me and everything else got thrown away. And my mom picked for me. That's um, really and sad. I'm happy with what she picked. I mean, I kept my Legos. I mean, that Legos. was the probably the most productive toy I had. It was one of my most played with the most. Legos are, are awesome and important. Yeah. When I when I moved out. um. When I moved out after high school, um, I left a few things at home and I was going to move them eventually. And my mom gave my Legos away. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where my Legos went. I had a bucket of Legos, like a full bucket. And I don't know where they are now. They probably got sold off in that storage unit, actually, now that I think about it. So um, we are at the end. Real quick, let's do movies explained to Anthony explained badly. You have not seen Labyrinth. Nope. And I have been waiting to do this one. (laughs) So Labyrinth is about a girl named Sarah who she doesn't like that. She's not getting any attention because of her brother, Toby. She's like having to watch him and stuff. And she doesn't want her brother, Toby. So she makes a deal with um, she makes a deal with basically the devil, which is David Bowie. With a codpiece. I hear he wears a codpiece. Yes. With a big giant, with a big giant, like, well, it's under clothes. He's wearing like ballet pants with a codpiece underneath. And he has big leather boots and he has like giant collar. He has like big giant 80s hair. He's king of the 80s hair. Yeah. I heard David Bowie's like crotch plays a main character in the whole show. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because the real theme, it's about female, it's about um, female masturbation and puberty. That's what the entire theme of the movie is about. Are you because, serious? Or are you well, like explaining to me badly? I'm explaining to you because, well, 
It's about a a girl who's basically seduced by David Bowie's crotch to give up her brother, which is like giving up childhood, to go away to the goblin world. And um, her brother gets taken by by David Bowie, her baby brother. So David Bowie can sing dance numbers with him. And I'm serious, like throwing the baby in the air and stuff. And then she, she goes to the labyrinth, which she has to go through this giant labyrinth to get to the center of the goblin castle so she can get her brother back. And she encounters a ugly, an ugly man who pees on fairies. He, she, and he encount, she encounters a giant troll that doesn't like how things smell bad and he can control rocks. Um, she encounters a dog riding on a dog. <laughs> they all become her best friends and then she she all has all these encounters with strange creatures as she goes through the labyrinth until she eventually assaults the goblin city with all of her strange friends and they attack the goblins and all these little goblins the like crazy goblins with all sorts of machines fight her then she gets lost in a like um a um impossible perspective painting like um mc escher painting with like okay. the upside down staircases yeah and she has to go through this painting to find david bowie's crotch so she could get her baby brother back okay and then there's a mechanical owl <laughs> i don't know how it fits into the story it was there. one of the first full cg scenes in a movie where they made the cg owl and um yeah she gets her brother back and then she you know she and then her friends appear to her and like as you go around her room all of the friends that she met in the labyrinth are her toys in her room. And it shows that they all show up in the mirror and they're like, if you ever need us, we'll be here waiting for you. And it's sort of about this girl who's reached puberty and she's like leaving her childhood behind. And the, the seduction to leave her child behind is David Bowie's crutch. Okay. Yeah. Do you still want to see it? <laughs> I've heard that. It's like I, I was told that I might not like it because I'm a man, but apparently if I was a little girl, I would love it, but I'll probably still watch it. I don't think that's true at all. I think it's like crazy dark fantasy with crazy adventures in this other world with amazing puppetry, like absolutely amazing puppetry. Okay. Definitely piqued my interest now. Now I, I stole a little bit of my description because there, there's a cracked.com video where they talk about how, about how Labyrinth is secretly about masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to read the article. I, I, yeah. I agree. I believe what you say, though. You know, we had such a clusterfuck this morning. My brain is completely gone, so I don't know what I have going on this week. Do you have anything going on this week? I do, actually. I'm super excited for today. Oh, well, mm, I do. Today I'm super excited because today is the pre-order day for Warhammer 40K 8th edition. That comes out the 17th. So I got like another two weeks. Super hyped. I'm probably going to go pre-order the box set today. Oh, that's cool. But, but then Monday sucks because we're tenting the house because there's termites in parts of our house. And that means I have to go stay in a hotel for like four days. Oh, wow. I'm not happy about that. I um, I'm, I, I got my niece this week. That's what I'm doing. We're going to Universal. Oh, that sounds so fun. I've never been to Universal. I want to go. Yeah, um, we're going to do all sorts. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to do all sorts of stuff. It'll be great. I'm really excited. I I, I get her on. Yeah, I get her soon. So I'm um, sort of trading back and forth with her and her grandpa. Mm, that sounds exciting. So that's what I'm doing this week. So um, for those of you who don't know how to get a hold of us, you can do that on the Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page. Um, you can also reach us by email at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. Mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com. Anthony at dot com. And you can um, reach us on Twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at NerdcastRadio. And because someone asked me, that last one is the one Anthony manages. Yeah. Um, probably the best way to reach the three of us is either send of a message on the Facebook page or comment there, but you have lots of options. Please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us greatly. Um, today we talked about Saturday morning cartoons after a giant clusterfuck of a morning. And I am so happy that I got to spend this afternoon with you, Anthony. It has been great. Thank you for sharing your 
great memories. And it's always cool to hear about your childhood and how you actually managed to have a childhood, even though it was kind of rough on you. Yeah, I know. Thanks. It was really fun hearing yours, too. I mean, different generation, like literally 10 years apart. So it's it's very interesting hearing the different cartoons that I've never heard of. And yet also finding out that we have like some in common, which is really cool. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has been around for a long time. Yeah, it has. <laughs> I think the comic came out in like 1983 or something like that. So, yeah, there is a comic book. <laughs> it was a comic book first. So that was our show today, everyone. Um, I can't wait to um, talk about whatever we're going to talk about next week. This has been Super Big and Bright. This has been New Anthony. And we are Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Awesome. Frank, cut him off. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.